Hi everyone, my name is Inner Bloom, and I will be starting a new podcast series on my spiritual journey. And in this episode, we'll be talking about how to feel your feelings. An important aspect of being human is to feel. This can be beautiful, but also one of the reasons why it can be very difficult to exist as a human being, and it can be very overwhelming and. Truly, very difficult to process and hold space for our emotions. During my journey, I realized how strange it is for me to not fully understand what exactly I'm feeling and how to properly feel my own emotions, even though these feelings existed in my own body. Often, we tend to judge, suppress, and avoid our emotions due to them being. Straight up uncomfortable or unpleasant, we view our negative emotions as a chore, something that we begrudgingly deal with or try to wait until it passes in order to feel okay again. Because we're so busy trying to escape feeling these emotions, we don't try to look deeper into the reason why this emotion came up in the first place. We think that some thoughts are bad and pretend that they're not our own thoughts, while it is still incessantly chattering in the back of our minds. We develop a boxed-off and curated identity of what kind of person we are, and we end up rejecting the qualities that don't fit into this box. When we see parts of ourselves that don't fit into this identity, we end up feeling self-loathing, guilt, and shame. When we also strive to only feel positive emotions, we often find ourselves in a never-ending loop of running away from our emotions. For some people, this can last their entire lives. In the next few episodes of this podcast, we'll go over a few different topics that will help you develop a different perspective on how to approach your emotions. We will learn about the source of our emotions and how to properly feel them in our body, mind, and soul. We'll also go through some common mind traps that we tend to fall into, and how to get out of them. Before I start, I will give you a quick summary of what we will be talking about. Number one, resistance is the only thing getting in our way of feeling our emotions and experiencing life as a whole. Number two, our emotions point to our deepest fear and show us the way to unconditionally love ourselves. Number three, there are two different types of energies and emotions: love and fear. Our emotions fall into the category of these two, and the energy that we use to approach them also fall into these categories. Number four, true emotional freedom. Comes from not attaching to neither the positive nor the negative sides of an emotion, but rather staying centered and grounded in peace. Number five, true joy and happiness comes from the expression of our highest self and our highest vibration, which is love. Working for someone else's happiness, such as the approval of family, your partner, or society. Will not bring you true joy. The first part, I will explain to you the experience that we live in. So the world that we live in is one that's made of duality and relativity. 
we're able to clearly know what we experience because of duality. For example, we have light versus darkness, hot versus cold, love versus fear, unity versus separation, and God versus human. We see that these two things are the opposites of each other, and being able to experience both sides help us gain awareness of what it is exactly that we are experiencing because the opposite provides a stark contrast. If all you had is light and connection, you wouldn't be able to really know what it is that you're experiencing because there's nothing else to compare it to. So by this definition, we experience conditional love from the world so that we know and experience what unconditional love is. Moving on, there are different levels of consciousness that we experience and that we are aware of. The surface level consciousness is what we overtly experience, such as our emotions that come up as well as our thoughts. Our subconscious, on the other hand, is the driving factor of what we experience in our overt consciousness, and it is the source of our emotions and what we experience in our reality. And a lot of people aren't exactly aware of the things that they have in their subconscious because they only pay attention to what is in their overt consciousness. If you pay attention to your subconscious, you'll be able to truly realize what it is that you truly want and what are your true thoughts and feelings on something that you are experiencing in life. Many people try to control the surface level of their consciousness because they think that it influences the reality they experience, not realizing that the reason for their feelings and thoughts are in their subconscious. Our reality is a mere reflection of our subconscious and we're constantly creating reality, whether we're aware of it or not, from our subconscious. If the surface level consciousness is the ground floor of a house, the subconscious is the basement. The subconscious is the basement in which we place all of our unwanted baggage, emotions, thoughts, fears, and etc. It holds all the trash that we don't want to see in our overt consciousness. And over time, this trash starts to rot and the smell begins to permeate into the first floor. A lot of the times, people just try to clean their first floor. So they'll air out the windows, put some air freshener, in hopes that it'll make their space a little bit more pleasant. To give an example for this in the spiritual practice is by doing positive affirmations. There's nothing inherently wrong or bad about positive affirmations. Sometimes they can be very helpful. But if you're using them to avoid feeling certain negative emotions, it's not very helpful in clearing out your space, clearing out the trash from your basement. So ultimately, this can also be a way of avoiding feeling some of your emotions, even though you have good intentions. I also think before we dive into talking about emotions, it's important to talk about what is the ego and what is the true self. The ego is also known as the false self. The ego is the identity and the labels that you have about the body that you currently reside in. For example, my ego's name is of Korean descent. 
lives in San Francisco, is the eldest daughter, etc. This is a really big picture analogy, but I want you to keep this in mind while we go through all of the material in this episode. Emotions occur due to the attachment with the belief that you are the ego, that you are the body, and this is what creates suffering and pain. The ego must try to maintain its labels, its identity, or it feels shame, guilt, and fear. We all live in an ego, and the ego's basic programming is to judge, resist, and survive. The ego loves conditionally and constantly judges others. On the other hand, the opposite of ego is the true self. And there are a lot of different words for this. Source, universe, spirit, consciousness, unconditional love, God, etc. But it all points to the same concept. The true self is the awareness that observes the ego and is watching the ego from the behind. Our true self is not the mind nor the body. We are the awareness and consciousness that observes it. The true self is embodied by unconditional love, unity, and acceptance. So, through our experience as the ego, which is the opposite of true self, we are able to realize the true self because of the dualistic nature of experience. So, we exist in the ego to experience conditional love so that we can find our way back into ourselves and realize that our true self is unconditional love. Our ego is not the enemy. It is a tool and it's something that we must learn to love and accept in order to be able to truly embody our true self. Without the ego, we will not be able to experience unconditional love for what it is. If all we had was unconditional love all the time, we cannot recognize that that is what we're experiencing. So we needed to have experienced the opposite in order to experience unconditional love. We all have unconditional love within us and it is the very fabric of our existence. When we believe that we cannot feel this unconditional love within us, it's happening because we are blocking the flow due to fear and past suppressed trauma. So when you accept and allow this fear to exist within you and allow it to dissolve, this unconditional love can flow within us again. And because the source of our creation is unconditional love, the ingredient for everything is love, when you purify fear or any sort of negative emotions, it returns to its original form, which is love. For humans, our deepest, truest desire is to be loved unconditionally. And because the source of our creation is unconditional love, this is what our soul yearns to return to. So now you might be wondering, what is the source of our emotions? And the answer is in our subconscious. Our emotions are not something that is created out of thin air. They arise from our subconscious and our reality merely reflects what kind of subconscious beliefs and thoughts that we hold on to. 
And earlier I said that the subconscious is similar to a trash can where unwanted and suppressed emotions end up. And we may think that our surface level consciousness dictates what we experience, but it's actually our subconscious that has the upper hand. It has 99.99% influence on how our reality turns out. The subconscious is programmed in our early childhood to develop certain fears, to start our journey towards self-actualization and searching for unconditional love. So our core emotions of fear of abandonment, rejection, and separation can be traced back into our childhood. So you might be wondering, how do emotions get stored in the subconscious? Suppressed emotions have different labels. Inner child, patterns, stuck energy, shadows, darkness, whatever you want to call it. When we resist, avoid, suppress, and judge our emotions and our thoughts, they end up in the subconscious, similar to a trash can that accumulates or a box that we hide underneath our bed to avoid seeing it. And this occurs because you resist to these emotions. So whatever you resist ends up in your subconscious. Just because it's out of your sight doesn't mean that it's gone. It's still in your room. It's still in the trash can. So now that we know whatever we reject or deny in any form ends up in the subconscious, we see that our whole reality reflects to us merely what it is that we have rejected or denied in ourselves. And this process of suppressing our emotions and our thoughts begins in our early childhood when our parents denied accepting and holding space for our emotions. And we were punished for expressing our emotions. So the child learns to suppress their emotions out of survival because in order to be loved by their parents and you know be fed and be given shelter, they need to follow what their parents tell them to do. For the child, the parent is their entire universe. So this need for love is linked with survival because for the child, if they weren't loved by their parents and they were abandoned, they have no other way to survive. In severe instances, this need for love can also manifest as a strong fear of death versus survival because without the parents, the child cannot survive. What gets stored in the subconscious does not disappear until you bring it to the overt level of your consciousness. You feel it, you accept it, and then you purify it. This allows this emotion to flow. Emotions are energy in motion. So if you resist an emotion, you block the motion, you block the flow of this energy. So it stays with you until you release it and you purify it. So if you are blocking and resisting this emotion, it will stay with you until you die. A lot of the time, people don't know that they are holding on to their suppressed emotions and they don't understand how to release it because all they have ever learned from their parents was how to suppress their emotions. Suppressed emotions only get worse over time and turn into chronic mental health conditions. So when emotions are suppressed for a very long time, 
they can turn into the final layer of resistance, which is chronic depression and the inability to feel anything. However, at any point of time, it is possible to turn it all around and to start feeling and purifying your emotions. The purification process has many different names, but it all points to the same practice. Some examples are self-love, inner child healing, shadow work, subconscious purification, and etc. The subconscious creates our reality so that we're guided inwards to learn how to experience unconditional love. Reality is just directly showing you, eye to eye, what you must purify and release in order to find true freedom and true liberation of your soul.